down. This is um, your mom just giving you my honest feedback on the podcast. Oh, she did an awesome job with just a couple of things to kind of point out that I believe in my honest review would be that um, we want to see how you can further explain how the month project came to be. And is that like an acronym for something or exactly what it is uh, the month project does and how it relates to people and the circumstances and things where they're at? When we step outside of our own to help others, that's really when the blessings come. You have a pleasant day, son. Thank you so much. And um, all the love, respect, and hope and admiration for you during the month project. Blessings, love, and light. It is Minneapolis Monk with the Project Monk Podcast. We are back with episode one, officially the first episode of the season. This is going to be huge. This is going to be major. I'm, I'm so glad you made it. I'm, give me a hug. Like, come here so I can shake your hand with the shoulder and all of that. Give you the whole package. I am I'm humbled by the support that I got for the intro episode. I'm humbled by the amount of sharing, the amount of response, engagement that I had with every listener, with everybody who tuned in, even people who didn't hit me up or people who've never known who I was before it came out. I'm so grateful that you guys tuned in, especially. Now, granted, it felt really cool to have my loved ones support me. Um, and, and it felt really cool to have some of my loved ones not support me just because they they don't see it yet. They don't see the vision, and that's okay. I love you guys regardless. But this isn't just for me. This is for Boz. This is for Jeremiah. This is for DC. This is for Fat Fat, Mandela, Jay Hughes, Miss Johnson. This is for all the angels who I know have affected people close to me. And, and I, and I want to make sure that their legacy lives on through talking about the topics I'm going to address today. And so I want to be very clear about legacy being a very important aspect of the Project Monk podcast as well as the Monk Project brand. I'm not promised to wake up tomorrow. It's not guaranteed that you guys are going to hear next week's episode. God willing, if he deems necessary to take me back, this could be my last one. And so I have to go hard every day. I have to go hard every episode, every podcast, every conversation I have. I want to I be my best in that conversation. And I understand for some people that's like, oh, man, that's kind of a lot, man. You, you're overthinking of it. And, that, and that's okay. But I, I'd rather err on the side of caution where I'm doing my best, living my best life, being the best me possible. Um, and when that time comes for me, People know, yo, Tim put it all out there every day, which is a blessing. I'm very present. There is trauma that I'm dealing with and healing through. So I know that there's some of it is kind of, I guess, morbid in a sense. I think that works for me. And so I want to encourage others to do that in their own way. Maybe it doesn't look like what Monk does, but whatever it looks like for, for Julius or Landa or Bobby or Dre, all of my loved ones around me have a different way of expressing and just living in the present. That That's something I wanted to address and something I, I think you heard my mom kind of encouraging me to elaborate on is like, what is the Monk Project and what is this Monk thing about? And the Monk thing is about me, Monk, being this isolated sort of individual who falls off the map every couple months. I haven't done it in a while, but when I would do it, people were concerned because it's it's sort of odd in our 
social media age for someone to deactivate their IG on a really habitual, consistent basis. And it's not something I'm necessarily proud of or defensive about. It is something I think I did at times in a toxic sense where I would something would happen and I just wouldn't process it, so I would run from it. And I and now I'm 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 addressing those things. As Lauren Hill once said, I'm making it an effort to become less of a mess every day. And so this episode that I want to talk to you guys about, I, I want to talk about a few things, but this episode particularly, I want to start with living, living with your blessings and relieving your stress. So relieving your stress in a healthy way. And so I want to start off with, with fire, with straight up heat and, and transparency. One of the unhealthy ways I dealt with my stress, guys, was I um, binge watched pornography. And in that, I developed sort of other negative toxic habits within and enforced this already misogynistic view that I had of women. And, and I know that might turn a lot of women and a lot of men off because really a lot of men are in denial about their misogynistic beliefs and, and subconscious. And, and I'm not mad at that, but I want to aid in pulling people out of that if I can. So to to talk about stress relief in a healthy format in a way that I know I live starts with me. Tim watched pornography, did what he needed to do to relieve that stress while watching it. And in that, in watching this fantasy, some of it sort of became reality where I would have fantasies about coworkers or, you know, my, you know, some of my classmates or whatever the case is. And they, and it was only because it was really only because of their gender. It had nothing to do with them looking like said talent or, or star who was in the film that I was watching had nothing to do with them saying anything to trigger. I was triggered easily. I think partly due to hormones and that's sort of a natural part of growing up, but also because of there being this perversion of what intimacy and affection looks like. And so I'm going to dive into that first. Um, what do you mean, Tim? What, what do you mean, a perversion of intimacy and affection? That, I mean, sex is not the pinnacle of what affection or intimacy should be, in my opinion. I mean, I think it should be a means of communication. I think it's a love language for a lot of people who are really proficient and fluent in that language. But for some people who have experienced sexual trauma, maybe that's not their best medium to be able to express really their love and, and appreciation for their soulmate or partner at the time and and what i mean by that is because of the glorification of sex and the sexualization of our society and how there's clearly um, misogynistic nuances in it a lot of people get married to someone who they have amazing sex with they people get married or engaged to someone who they have amazing orgasms with or climaxes Damn, Tim, you going there? And, and yeah, I'm going there. Yeah, I said it. There's people right now who have children with a great sexual partner, but on a soul or spiritual aspect, they lack, they lack really substance and they lack a connection and a bond. And that's why you see people get in toxic relationships, you know, and they fight day in and day out because they really don't like each other. They love, they love the idea of, of loving each other, but they really just enjoy the high that they get you know, during the climax and during the orgasm. And then as they're kind of coming down gradually, those thoughts coming back, I don't really like that he snores. I don't really like that she's always in the bathroom for two hours. You know, these things that they really don't like. It's not just nitpicking or pet peeves. It's stuff that they genuinely don't like. 
And so I'm trying to rid myself of having these views and, you know, these chains really on me so that when God does prepare someone for me, a partner for me, I don't come into it, you know, wanting just amazing intercourse in an, an amazing sexual relationship. I want somebody who, when I'm feeling ugly, they, you know, they got my back. When I, when I'm tripping out, you know, and my anxiety's flared up, they can calm me down. That's, that's what I'm looking for. And so that obviously kind of ties back into love, but redirecting back to stress relief. I relieve my stress and I'm sure a lot of my listeners relieve their stress through masturbation while watching pornography. And I know that's like, yo, this is episode one, fam. Like, <laughs> you relax, but nah, <laughs> I'm good, love. Enjoy. <laughs> Y'all need to hear this. Like, as good looking as people think I am, or as smooth as people think I am with women, it wasn't. It wasn't about, you know, what I really felt about me. It was more about just needing to get that release, you know. And sometimes when I didn't, I would be in physical pain. I genuinely felt like like the tension built up so much that I would be in physical pain, and so I would excuse relieving myself to, you know, misogynistic pornography. Um, so that I could, you know, feel normal again. And that, and that's not okay. I'm not sh shunning or judging anybody who regularly watches pornography. I just think it's important to make sure mentally you're aware that if you aren't careful, it's a slippery slope. Mentally, if you aren't careful, the themes that are in some of said, you know, pornography movies will come out in your life or, or subconsciously plant a seed in you to where you think you think about these fantasies of like oh my co-worker you know me and her or me and him you know we just kicking it and we're about to get it in like you're thinking about it and you start and you sort of start to slowly act on it and i think that's why you see so much that's one of the reasons why you see so much sexual harassment and sexual abuse in the workplaces because i think a lot of those guys are porn addicts i really do um and it's really unfortunate, you know, because one of one of my um, heroes, I wouldn't call him idol, but somebody I really look up to in Kanye West, somebody whose song I used in the intro, he's very overtly speaking about pornography, but not about the safe watching of it. And there, and it is, it is a drug. That's why it has to be talked about like that. That's why it has to be talked about like this. And if, and if this conversation is boring you, you know, maybe this just isn't the podcast for you and, and that's okay, but I really feel like young men young women young they you know need to hear that there is a a dopamine and release and there's an endorphin release and from my understanding dopamine is more of an addictive satisfactory chemical and hormone whereas endorphins is more like a happy high non-crash kind of hormone and when i was really depressed i was whatever dopamine i could get even if it meant you know chronic masturbation through pornography addiction i did it fam and and I'm not ashamed of it. I don't feel bad. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm right now recording in the studio, feeling good. God got me, and and this is helping me be released from what I was stuck to. Um, and, and I and I think I want to help anybody else who's ashamed to talk about it. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't have to admit it to me. When we chop it up in person, if you do struggle and you're comfortable talking about, it, we can go to the side and chop it up. You know, one on one. I'm, I want to be that for people because I think that's what God. Um, destined for me that's just what i believe god purposed me in my life so additionally with the stress relief a huge thing guys a huge thing that helps tim out that helps monk out is breathing 
breathing. Like literally, I'm talking about at the gym, in the sauna, deep breaths, doing my little prayer, talking to God, letting him know I'm thankful. In the car, running late. Guess what? At the red light, just breathing. You know, it's blessings. Before I catch the flight, when they when they when they're reading off, hey, flight attendants, prepare the cabin. Um, oh, bet. Breathing, you know, inhale, exhale, making that a normal habit for you to consciously take the time to breathe. You don't have to be super guru, you know, yoga specialist who's all spiritual. Just practice regularly, consciously breathing because I believe a lot of anxiety related disorders could really be aided with healthy breathing habits. When things start to feel really tense, you if you really if you really pay close attention, your shoulders start to tense, tensing up. If you really pay close attention, this is kind of funny, but your butt cheeks almost start to tensing up too. And I don't know why the, why those two tension areas start to, to get a little tight, but they do. If you just take a moment, even as you're listening, are my shoulders relaxed? Really relax them. Like really try to relax and just let them, you know, loose. It. It's those things that I think really will help people, um, particularly something that worked for me and I've heard work for a few others, really will help people deal with their anxiety because I've, I've suffered through anxiety and I've seen that a lot of my generation is really getting our butts kicked by anxiety and how it plays a role um, in our day-to-day lives, you know, with, with women having to be, be subjected to the foul things that men do on, on, a, on a daily basis. And men who identify as good guys, quote unquote, having to be subjected to the trauma of women who already been through these trash guys. And and so there is this cycle that happens, right, where it's like dude with a good heart meets a girl who's already been screwed over. Girl screws the guy over. God turns into a dog, screws the girl over. Girl had the good heart. Now she's screwing. You know, and so it's like this crazy, vicious cycle that I, I think the way to sort of slow down and eventually end is just by having an honest conversation that is rooted in with an intention to change, you know, to change things. And so that's what this podcast is really truly about is the change of narrative. Yo fam, I was out here whenever I had a stressful situation, whenever I felt like I lost control, I pulled up the hub because that took my mind off of reality. And that is the danger. When you take your mind off of reality, that can put you into this whole other realm and and then you're just living in that and I don't want anybody I love which is all of my listeners and everybody tuning in to to be stuck there so no judgments if you are there no judgments if you've been there I'm just opening up myself because I feel like that's what God has moved me to do and and I hope that this episode was of some assistance to you I definitely don't want to make my podcast two hours long one hour long 30 minutes is probably going to be my max. And today, since this is episode one, I would love if everybody could tune in and digest everything without distraction or without their attention kind of dwindling. So this will be the end for me for this episode. But episode two will be coming out next Friday, God willing. We're going to do it at 4.44 p.m. just like this one. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at Tim at themonkproject.com or www.themonkproject.com has all the social media links right there at the very bottom you know again thank you guys for your support i'm really humbled by just the response i got for our intro and if if you can share and you know post this 
link on your story, I think that would do a lot for me um, spiritually because this isn't just <laughs> this isn't just me talking. This isn't just a nappy-headed Northside boy with a gap talking. This is somebody really feeling like they're moving with God and His purpose that He laid out for them. So I love you. I'm praying for you, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Blessings. Blessings.